folks, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? It's time for Power Ups and Power Bomb. We're back. It's season two. And it is myself and the first lady of Power Ups and Power Bombs, Black Barbie 116. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. We literally just got done watching Dynamite. How'd you feel about Dynamite? Um, it was pretty good. I would give it a B plus. Like Dynamite to me has it's been doing pretty good. Like I've been catching myself watching it more and more. I'm still not keen on watching Dark and Ele- Dark Elevation though, but I probably need to get into watching those so we can see people of color. That's uh, a, a lot of that's a lot of of one plus. Like I, I I complain about seeing so much of WWE. I don't want to sit there and turn around and do that for AEW. Right. They have like literally 16 matches <laughs> on Dark and, and Elevation. And yes, I know that's where all the wrestlers of color are, but that's a lot. And I'm also still trying to fit MLW, Ring of Honor, NXT. That's a lot. <laughs> I will say this, though. Shout out to AEW for making the font bigger when they run the dark and the elevation results yeah. at the bottom. They was listening. They heard me. Yeah, because Jesus Christ. It was too small, and now it's just right. Yeah. So... Before we get into any more wrestling, how have you been? I've been doing pretty good. Um, COVID is still with us. Boo. I know. <laughs> I've decided not to send my kids back to school, so they're doing the virtual thing. They got glasses now, so my kids are getting older. I was like, oh my God, they're wearing glasses now. Oh. Uh, we, listen, we did send ours back to school, but we haven't had, listen, we haven't had any real issues COVID-wise or anything, it's been pretty quiet, pretty mellow. You knock on some wood. <laughs> hopefully, Sometimes nothing, hopefully nothing breaks out or anything. Right. Some days I wish I would have sent them back because they argue a lot. But, I mean, I'm not judging any parent who sent their kids back. Just like, don't judge me because I didn't send my kids back. We, As parents, we know what's good for our kids. Right. Like, do what you do. Do what's best for your kids. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Right. All right. Uh, while we've been on break, it's been a lot of it's been real quiet on our part. I know we've kind of picked up on Twitter and IG. Uh, we also had the uh, the Jobber Tears. We were official sponsors for that uh, that show. The Jobber Tears Jobber Slam above the ring. We actually sponsored Trisha Dora, the pan the Pan African. This poor world champion. I keep, I, I mess it up every time I say it. Uh, we were so happy to do that. And there's a little bit of rumors going around that there might be another show coming up soon. So keep looking out for that. We may or may not have something to do with that or, as well. And let's just get started. So what are the new things that we're that we're venturing into as we do season two is we're going to do a power-up list. This week, our power-up list is the top five people that we think should beat Nick Aldis for the NWA world title. Now, for those who do not know, and I need to pull up the exact number because I don't want 
the IWC to come after my head. Nick Aldis has been the world champion for uh what are we looking at? It's, where is it at? Where is it at? Are we in the thousands yet? He's almost it's almost been three years. Bro's been holding that belt for three years. Honestly, I think it might be a lot more than three years. I think he's at like nine hundred and something days. Oh, he's almost at a thousand. I'm not for sure. I do know they say he's it's he might have surpassed three years now, but I know he's bro's been holding that belt for you're right, almost a thousand days. Yes. Now, granted, NWA did have to stop because of COVID. And like, and like um, Drizzy has said, NWA was the one who suffered the most from the pandemic. They were the biggest victims of the pandemic. Like Jesus, like, I, and and this is the this is the bad part about NWA. It has such a rich history. You got to do a whole lot of scrolling to find the exact days. Uh, I'm just now getting to 2012. <laughs> Oh, wow. Let's see. Uh, and it doesn't really suck. Okay, hold. Let's see. The NWA recognizes 96 individual world champions. Jesus. This, this title's got to be more prestigious than uh, the WWE title, correct? Yes, because it hasn't, and, and don't, please don't come from my head. IWC. Hasn't it been around since almost like the early 1900s? I want to say, let me scroll back up to the top. <laughs> uh, 1948 is the first champion. Okay. July so it's 14th. been around since, oh wow. So what, 1940? Oh God, it's been around 70 plus years. And Nick Aldis has held the title for a combined of his two title rank. So he lost the belt to Cody. At all out, I don't mm-hmm. know, all in, and mm-hmm. got it back at an NWA show and has held it nonstop since October 21st, 2018. Mm. So Nick Aldis has held this title for this reign for 1,032 days. And for his combined reigns for both reigns, 1,298 days. Wow. That is, and, and, and that's not even the most cumulative, cumulative days as champion. That's only number six on the list. Oh, well, oh so let me correct myself. He did kind of go on different wrestling promotions and defend it during COVID. Well, sure. It, it must have been the little ones. I think he did. I think he went on that United Wrestling Network. That was when they were trying to do that deal with trying to bring back NWA. Oh. But they were bringing it back. Because I think he took on uh, Mike Bennett for the title, I do believe. I do remember that match. Okay, yeah. I think he defended it maybe once or twice. But he, when he defended it, it was against smaller dudes. Like it was, you know, championship wrestling from Florida, from um. Um, Hollywood, and I think they got because now that championship from is kind of picking up everywhere. Because I think now they got one down in Memphis. They got one down. I think they're putting trying to put one in Atlanta and trying to with NWA because whoever was with NWA left, and then there was bad blood. So, so yeah, Nick Aldis has defended the title a few times. So let me so I'm gonna correct myself on that. So. So NWA could, show suffered. We could, so we could probably call him the 
the best NWA champion of the modern era. Yes. Because I'm going back and looking at the history. The next person that's even close to what he has is Luthes. And he's in the thousands. And then there's Dory Funk Jr. and Gene Kaninsky. Like, it's a lot. I mean, Harley Race is in the 900s, but. Uh, hold on, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So he's up there with a lot of people. A lot of people were saying, though, that his, his range just isn't that great just because of all the starts and stops. My question to you is what is your opinion of his reign? As a person who was watching Power before it went to the paywall and fight. Back when it was Power. Yeah, with the with the R's. Yeah. <laughs> I you know what? I, I, the build to his storyline was pretty decent. I think for me, because I don't watch enough of NWA, so I'm not going to discredit him, but he has taken on some decent wrestlers for this title. So I'm not going to say his reign was like, meh, you know, because, I mean, we've seen some, meh, you know, yeah. reign yeah. across every promotion. So for me, I think it is what it is with NWA. I think a lot of people just was like, well, he's not faced Kenny Omega. He hasn't, fa-, you know, but it's one of those things that's like, we got to give it time. Right. All right. So, again, our lists are people we think should take the belt off of Nick Aldis. Uh, ladies first, I'll let you go first. Who's your number five? You want me to, oh, so you want me to go from five, you want me to do all five of them or you want to do back to back? We can go back to back. Okay. So, my number five, and I didn't really put this in any particular order, but I feel bad for putting this man at number five. But he is now my new crush. Mr. Shane Taylor himself. Shane Taylor Promotions? Yes, sir. Hey, that would be a good match. I think, and I, and I certainly do believe that he would take that belt. Thank you. I am a super huge Shane Taylor fan. He's one of the few reasons I watch Ring of Honor. And that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Thank you. I didn't even, I didn't even give any of the Ring of Honor guys any thoughts about in that in this conversation. But yeah, and I think it's actually uh, something that could possibly really happen because they Ring of Honor has a working relationship with uh, NWA. And see, that's how I pick my list. I pick my list by how NWA's relationship is with certain promotions. Like I didn't do a dream certain scenario, but I did do it by who NWA has a working relationship with. Hmm. Uh, so my number five. And I think it's just more so because I really believe that he fits the NWA mode. He's currently an AW star. Uh, J.D. Drake. Hmm. Somebody that, if you pay attention to a lot of stuff that uh, Jobbertures does, Sir Wilkins talks about him a lot. He does all the great little things that you need in a wrestler. He's just a... He's got this grizzled Oh, this grizzled man look to him that you that you think of when you see that belt. So I think that was a, that's my number five. He's a let's say he is an NWA guy, and I, they do have a working relationship with NWA. I know it's more so for the women, but I don't see how I couldn't why I couldn't go for the men too. True, that's a that was a good pick. 
So who's your number four? So number four, I went with somebody who is currently in NWA. Some that I had watched when he was in OBW, watched him when he was in WWE. I kind of felt like WWE really didn't give him the rub and he had a decent gimmick going, not the first gimmick he had, but the second one, I went with Aaron the Idol Stevens. Ooh. Ooh. The uh he's their television champion? No, tag I champion. Believe, I think he I, you know I don't know. I haven't watched NWA in so long, so I don't know, but I do know he deserves it. He needs to get some type of rub. And plus the stuff that he has done in Louisville, like bringing wrestling back into Louisville. He is right. one of the major people that have done that. He's one of the bigger names that we've had in the last 20, 30 years. Yes. Right. So to me, NWA, give him a rub. Give him the title and let – because, I mean, I know he's kind of – I think he's my age, maybe a little bit older. Let him win the title and then possibly maybe retire and then WWE will see, hey – he was good in WWE. Bring him back as a producer. Bring him back as something. I'm trying to pull it up. I believe he's one half of the tag champions now. So that very well could. I mean, it's in the promotion too. And I really felt like they were going to go that route eventually anyway. Right I before know, Question had, Mark died. Huh? Right before Question Mark died. I thought they were too. Yeah, like I know they were working on something with that, and it was just the pandemic really screwed them over. Yes. So, my number four. Now, stick with me here. Okay, I'm. I'm here. I know. I know he left NWA. But I truly believe Ricky Stark was on point to get that belt too. My number four is Ricky Stark. Like I felt like they were grooming him for it. I mean, he he had he has the look of a champion. And I believe that he could carry Nick Otis to a great match because I don't think Nick Otis is the best wrestler. It's he just has he's been. like he's just the best of what's around at the moment, I guess. He had a match with Nick Otis, didn't he? Right before he left. I think he did, but it wasn't for the actual belt. No, it was just like a regular title. Because Nikki's, I mean, Ricky, I said Nikki. Ricky Starks, wasn't he the, wasn't he the national champion? Uh, I believe so. Is it where they they have to win seven matches, and then after they win the seventh, they get the t- they get the challenge for the heavyweight title? And I think right before he got to seven, Ziggy Dice took the belt from him. I do believe that's what happened. That's when I was watching Power like pretty heavily. I believe so. I know Ricky was on a really big roll for a little while. By the time I had stopped watching, he had kind of cooled off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the inaugural winner of the revived World Television Championship. Yeah, so, and then yeah. yeah, and it's like they get seven chance. They get seven. They if they win seven times, mm-hmm. then. On the set, like then they get the challenge for the the heavyweight title, and I think he lost right right at seven. Like they were building him in NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of glad that he did leave. Yeah, he left right as soon as he lost in the tournament for the. It was a tournament for a championship match for the top, to become the new NWA television champion, and he lost to Zicky Dice. Okay, so that's where again, yeah, that's where I got it from. 
the thing is with him, I think, and he left right when the pandemic started. Like he was like, boom, NWA was like, hey, we're not doing no more oh, studio. Well, yeah, he was like maybe a month later. <laughs> yeah, he was out. Like everyone was like, wow. And then next thing you know, he's on AEW. He's all elite. Mm-hmm. Like so, and I, and I said if NWA was able to keep a hold of him, there's I, there's no reason why he shouldn't have been the champion. Oh, he was a star. Absolutely. Oh gosh, so who is all your right. number three? All right, so my number three is another NWA guy. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The Pope. Pope baby, yeah. <laughs> give that man uh give him give him the title. He's a hard worker. He's another one that's like him and you know our truth, they are like hard workers wherever, whatever promotion they go to, and whatever they're given, they work with and they make it work for them. And there's not too many wrestlers that, you know, especially older wrestlers that you could be like do this gimmick or do this and it works for them. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct. Uh, and I know he's he's taking a backstage role in NWA too. Yes. And he's been a big push for everything they've been doing with that. I think he's been also had his well he was well he was the, the, the national champion. Yes he was. Yeah so he so he's it's he's in the realm of possibility that actually could really happen. All right, so now my number three, we're on number three, right? Yeah, we're on number three. All right. Now we're getting into the dream scenarios, and I really believe the NWA could use a shot in the arm with this pick. I'm picking Mister Favo to Myron Reed. What? Yes. Hmm. Okay. It's kind of the same thing as what we had with Ricky Stark, like where that youth could inject some new life into NWA. I think Myron Reed's youth could inject some type of life into NWA and make it must see again. Because Myron Reed does a lot of great things in the ring. He is an outstanding wrestler. I'm I'm forever gonna sing the praise of the Rush Reed match matches that happened this year in MLW. Myron mm-hmm. Reed is a star. Yes. And he needs to be on a bigger stage. Like I love MLW and everything they do, but it's time for him to move up. And I think that would be a great next step for him. Question for you though. Yes. Would you take what's is his name Oliver? Jordan Oliver. Yeah, would and you take Justice. Oliver? Would you would you take Oliver with him? Like would would you like to see Myron Reed by himself, or would you like to see Jordan Oliver go with him? See injustice with him. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it because I think Jordan Reed. Uh, Jordan Reed. I put them both together. I believe <laughs> Oliver is. Uh, I believe that the other dude is the more better promo for between the two of. Them. He's the hype guy. He's more yeah. of the Leo Rush to Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Because Myron's not the best on the read, but he's also still young. He has time to get that part when he gets it. Right. But he's definitely somebody I absolutely believe should be in that A that uh NWA look look at me. Definitely give him a, a shot. So man, who is your number two? All right. So my number two is Mr. So Glow himself. 
because he's mad because he lost the Impact title. Mr. Kenny Omega, he's crossing the forbidden door into NWA and taking that title. I don't think there's enough people in, a, in NWA for him. I'm just saying, I think he could. He's going to be like, hey. He I absolutely could. And, and honestly, guys, he should. I feel like that should have been the first buddy went after anyway. If you want the most prestigious titles, you get the NWA title, the WWE title, and the New Japan IWGP title. Even though it looks ugly as hell right now. Oh, that butterfly look! It look. It looks like they stole the Divas title and put gold on it. They did, dude. They did. Like, go get the old belt, please. <laughs> but absolutely. Uh Kenny. <laughs> it's Kenny. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it would be a good match. He it's Kenny though. I mean, yeah, he, I'm, you know what? I don't put it past him in the future. I absolutely believe it'll end up happening in the future. I do too. But I feel All like right. Kenny's gonna be like, hey, I need to replace the one stone that I lost in my gauntlet. So mm-hmm. And what better way? Because, like you said, that's the most prestigious belt. That's just like getting what was it? The soul. That's like getting the soul stone. So, what do you have to sacrifice to get it? Kenny's like everything. I have to give up. All right, my number two. Now he's an asshole. He's a, but he is talented as all hell. Moose. Moose. Moose is not. I know he's not the top of most people's list. You don't think about, but Moose is a top performer. He's a, he's top enough that WWE was trying to get him, and I think they were willing to give him what whatever he wanted for. Him. Well, everything except for ready control. But I believe that Moose is actually a top guy, and anybody who can get him is in a completely better standing because of it. I don't disagree with you. And, you know, honestly, I was thinking about him. He was going to go on my list, but I was like, I kind of raffled between him and Shane Taylor, though. Mm-hmm. And Shane Taylor would, to me, like how Myron Reed for you would inject a mm-hmm. shot. Shane Taylor is not what NWA has seen in a very long time. And he's Moose not, is in here. He's not, but he's more of a throwback to it. But he's, he's like a hybrid throwback. Right. Moose is literally just a throwback. He can, he can, after that Rick Swine match, he started making moves like he can do the half line stuff too. Moose, like he, when he got, he, he lost all that weight. He got his body under control. Mm-hmm. To me, like Moose has impressed. I know a lot of the black wrestling, you know, creators don't like Moose because of, you know, how he felt about how he was on the uh, black wrestling podcast list of how low he was. But when he was on PWI's list, he had no problem with it. He was way lower. But like 51. <laughs> yeah, wrestling-wise, I like Moose. That's, a, that's one thing I don't think that any of them can tell you. Like, yes, he isn't he isn't the best person, but in the ring, it's hard to deny anything that he does. Right. Especially since he lost all that weight and he's moving, like you said, he's he's doing a high flying. He's his matches have been really like even his match with Kenny Omega. As much of a squash as it kind of was, it was, still was a decent match. Moose did not do bad. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So who is your number one? Okay, so my number one is somebody who just came back into wrestling. Mr. Will Ospreay. Will you? Yes. I'm and the only reason why is because when he came back the other week and he was talking about he doesn't want to wrestle in Japan no more. He's trying to go. He's literally trying to do what Kenny's doing. He's like, I'm taking, I'm the real champion and I'm going to defend my belt everywhere except for in Japan. I was he's like, not, he's not wrong. I was like, sold. I checked that box. I'm sold. I don't care where he goes. He's going to do what AJ Styles did when he won the the TNA title from Nick Aldis and just go random places and defend it. Right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. And it actually might be a better pace for him. Plus, you know, the Englishmen, they like hitting each other. Mm-hmm. They almost take your face. Away. They'll take a chest or something. Oh, and I didn't even think about that. We could get literally a like a, a bruiser type of match like oh that's exactly what it's going to be because he doesn't really wrestle the the flippy style no more he's like a bruiser now we could get like a, a the british strong style mm-hmm. Ooh, like like timothy thatcher type of match like those kind of type of match like chompa t- oh okay things, things that hurt <laughs> i didn't even think of that pete dunn though pete dunn his contract's up though pete dunn in there too we, if we got to chat, we might talk about that because I, I got a theory. All right, so my number one, and if you've been following me on Instagram, I've been like the leader of this movement on Twitter. Darius Lockhart. Man, yes, you have. NWA has never seen anything like Darius Lockhart, nor do I think they're ready for anything like Darius Lockhart, and he will shake up every and anything in NWA. I'm 110% rooting for this match to happen. I know he sat there and tweeted him out and said, like, hey, Nick, I can let's make this happen. Like, he put a whole promo out about it. I think he even relinquished the belt just so like, look, I don't even have a belt. Come get me. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm all for it. I want it with all my, my heart and being. I know he can take that belt. And I just want to see that belt on somebody like him. Like, Darius Lockhart is probably one of my, my favorite wrestlers in wrestling right now. And he is... You see me gushing over him right now. <laughs> I'm a gush on because I am too. I'm like, wait a minute because that makes me want him too. Because like, when was the last time NWA had a black champion? Uh, truth. And that was back in 2002. I was in, I was still in high school. Like, that was, he was the first, he's recognized as the first official African-American champion. And he was TNA's second champion, so. And this will be the official, he'll be the official second if he wins it. And I and I and I feel like and I feel like Nick Aldis w- is is willing to step up to that challenge too. Like I feel like I've seen a tweet or something where Nick's like, "Let's get this done." And I'm like, "Billy, Bill Corgan, Billy Corgan, make this happen for me, please." Think about Billy Corgan. He's uh, I've heard some things about him, so I don't know. It would surprise me if they were true. <laughs> He's not very much of a fan of people of people of of melanin descent, so I don't know. 
Uh, he's got some type of affinity for some of them. He's got a he's got a predator as a television champion at the moment. Sure. Every time, every, every time I Titus, I remember yep. his name. Who's his name? Uh, yep. <sighs> Mr. Fox News himself. Yep. The only person I know sit there and get charged with all that stuff, and they get my belt. <laughs> Literally got sued by one of his Fox News co co workers, and I mean, and we're talking, she's Barbie Blonde, and got removed from the show, and he's still on Fox News, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what got me about it because I see like I remember seeing like I remember reading about it, and then as I'm reading it, a Fox News commercial comes on, and his face is all plastered all over it. I'm like, what in the hell is going they on? They moved here? him from the show with her because he was sexually harassing her. They moved him from the show with her, and then moved him to his own show. And I was like, oh, so this is how we play the game, Fox News. But then again, I forgot there was a movie that came out where it was like uh, Margot Robbie. Um, what was her name? And forgot who else it was. And they were playing like three of the biggest faces of Fox News. And they were talking about how they were sexually harassed by Roger Ayers, who was the own, who was like not the owner, but he was like one of the executive producers of Fox News at the time. That's and I'm crazy. it's Fox that, News. It's, it's Fox yeah. News. Yeah, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you harass somebody and get your own show tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't see how he got that belt. I was so upset. That's NWA for you. All right. Those are our lists. If you agree with anything, disagree with something, please hit us up on Twitter at PUPB Podcast, on IG at Power of the Power Bomb. It's all one word. We'll, we'll gladly debate it with you. Agree if you agree, disagree. If you got somebody that you think we forgot, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of them. Uh, but yeah, interact with us. We're here. So, honorable right. mention, John Cena because I'm messy. John Cena, I'm You're messy. Not right. You're not I'm right. Messy. I love You're a good. Not mess. right. You are not right, ma'am. That is horrible. And if you know, you know. You gonna put Mickey James in that situation? If you know, you know. <laughs> Next thing you gonna tell me, Ken Dunn gonna be the special guest referee? You know what? I would pay for that pay per view. <laughs> uh, that's not right. That is not right at all. That's the that's Mickey James past, present, and future. God, Jesus. <laughs> I promise, Mickey, we love you. We're not <laughs> we're not like this. I love you, Mickey. I really do. I love you. I loved you when you was Alexis Lurie, honey. But back when you was here in Louisville and in, in uh, OVW, we remember. I'm messy and and. Yeah, I'm messy. Speaking of messes, we are going to talk about the biggest mess of all, WWE. And in particular, they have two shows this weekend. This is a loaded wrestling week. So Monday was Raw, Tuesday NXT, Wednesday AEW, Thursday is Impact, Friday Rampage and SmackDown, Saturday night is SummerSlam. And right now we're gonna go. We're gonna work a little backwards. We're gonna do. And Sunday is NXT Takeover at thirty six. So we're gonna do predictions for both SummerSlam and NXT. But we're gonna start with NXT first because that's what came up first. So, at, on August twenty seventh, this Sunday, it will be NXT thirty six and 
the first match they have listed is the they call it two out of three falls, but I've always known it as the three stages of hell. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. The first match is a pinfall submission. The second match is a street fight. And the third fall, if necessary, is a steel cage. Who do you have? Oh, God. Okay, so I'm married to a ginger. I love a good ginger. I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly. Is Kyle O'Reilly really a ginger? He doesn't really look it. He's ginger in the beard. He's ginger in the beard. Like it's like it's, I, I be trying to figure it out sometimes because some gingers don't really look like redheads or nothing, so it's like hard to tell. They're, they're only he's only ginger in the beard, so I'm just going. And I think the only reason I'm going with him because I feel like Adam Cole's on his way out. We'll jump into that toward the end of this. <laughs> Adam Cole is now. I'm not saying he's on his way out from WWE, but I think he's on his way out. Of NXT. Like he's not gonna be an NXT anymore. No. I said I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly for that exact same reason. Uh Adam Cole has been on top for the longest. And I think he's t- the experiment with Kyle O'Reilly is gonna thrive on this win. So they're I, I think they're tr- they're trying to do what Ring of Honor did. And the issue with Ring of Honor, what they did was they took the long way around. This it seems like they're kind of speeding it up a little bit because, like, you see how fast they broke up the undisputed era, and then this feud's been going on for a few months. And the way that they're attacking each other and have been attacking each other, you would have thought that they were Gargano and Champa, right? And that was a feud that went on for like three years involuntarily. And then, according to fans, that's the reason why NXT got. Those people are stupid. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> they're we fucking talk stupid. About that. Yeah, they yeah, y'all stupid. Oh man. All right. So the next match, probably the most WWE match you're ever gonna see in NXT. The million dollar championship, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. If Cameron Grimes loses, the million dollar man Ted DiBiase will be forced to work as Knight's butler. Who do you got? Okay, so I wasn't wrong the first time because I knew LA Knight was going to win. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with... Honestly, God dang, I don't even know with this match. Because, I mean, so many possibilities possibilities could come with Ted DiBiase being LA Knight's butler. That would be funny. But I feel like that that would be to keep the feud going. I'm gonna go with LA, and I'm probably wrong. I'm gonna go with LA Knight. I think it's it's. Just, I think we'll keep the feud going between him and Cameron Grimes until it it's gotta it's gotta stop somewhere. And I don't think this is it. I don't think Takeover 36 will be it. So this match is they're gonna send people home happy. So I believe that Cameron Grimes is going to win this match just because we're not trying to see Ted DiBiase be somebody's butler. But at the same time, I think it's also to get LA Knight out of NXT. If Vince is really about to do what I think he's doing, he's going to take the people that he believes are going to be money once he gets them on TV. So I lie, he's taking Karrion Cross, He's taking LA Knight. And eventually within that same maybe a month or two, Cameron Grimes is going to go too. 
because um, both of them are polished enough to be on TV. LA Knight has been ready for TV for a while. I think that's the only reason why they really pulled out this whole million dollar championship thing because he understands camera work and everything. He understands the WWE system of wrestling and wrestling for TV. He's ready. And he's possibly, and, and I could be wrong, Eli Drake, LA Knight, is possibly the next Stone Cold Steve Austin because he has the catchphrases like, yeah, you know, he has that where the fans can interact because when he was in and when he was in power, they were doing it. Like he has that gusto. He, yeah, he has that fan interaction ability, whether he's a face or a heel, you're gonna right. react to whatever he's doing, like, yeah, yeah. What up, dummy? All that, like that stuff is not—it's deliberate to get you to either ignore him or just be like, "Oh, I hate this guy." <laughs> and Cameron Grimes is the exact same. I yeah. think the, they just want—they had to make him a face for this to work, and he actually knocked it out of the park because he's somebody who played a heel way better than he does a face. Correct. And after doing this, he's done everything he can do in NXT. He, I mean, he's he's gonna end up being one of those guys that does he he was I don't feel like he's only been there for like maybe a year maybe because so. he was in the first he was in the first uh, breakout tournament right I believe so yeah so he yeah he's ready to go he's been there for a year I'm pretty sure Vince would love him once he gets him up there he has a southern accent know <laughs> how Vince loves southern accents. All right, so all right, our next match, and I'm calling it now, it is going to be match of the year NXT UK Championship Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Who do you have? Because of what I saw on, on Tuesday, I'm going with Ilya Dragunov. I'm going with him. Dude has heart, even though he lost to Pete Dunn. Dude has heart. Ilya Dragunov, I believe he was the guy that they have selected to take the belt off Walter. Yes. And I, like, I believe that was what it was going to be before the pandemic when they did this. I believe he's who they've been trying to keep strong. Like, I don't catch a lot of UK because it comes on at like Thursday in the afternoon while we're at work. And But from what I've caught on for the episodes I have caught, he is constantly treated as the only viable threat to Walter. And this match is definitely the, I swear, whatever the NXT UK title matches are on an NXT TakeOver, they steal the show. Like, go back, look at Walter, the first Walter Ilya Dragunov. That was match of the year. Tyler Bate versus Walter. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Walter. Yeah. Hell, uh, hell, Joe Coffey and I know it wasn't on NXT Prime's uh, takeover. Joe Coffey versus Pete Dunn. Like, those title matches are epic and must-see. And I believe that Ilya Dragunov is going to be that guy to dethrone Walter, who's currently NXT uh, in wrestling's probably he's probably the second most prestigious champion right now in all of wrestling. Plus, Walter needs a break. He really does. I I don't one hundred percent agree because Walter only wrestles a few times. <laughs> I know, but I think he just needs a. You know what I'm saying? I think they just need. He think they, his arms. You think his arms tired of holding that belt? <laughs> yeah. Like ah oh, man, I want my arms back. Nah, go ahead, take it, Leah. 
defeat your body. <laughs> all right, so, all right, our next match. It is the NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Cat. Who do you have? Okay, so that I'm going to go back to what you said about what if Vince is trying to do, what Vince wants to do, I'm going to go with Dakota Kai. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I hate to say that, but yeah. Only reason why, because I feel like at this point right now, Vince, Vince wants more stars from NXT to come up. And I mean, I know Raquel is not as polished as, you know, as a Cameron Grimes or LA Knight, but she, even though she'll probably job on SmackDown or Raw, it still will give the women's division on SmackDown or Raw more women to wrestle other than just seeing, you know what I'm saying? They're just seeing the few women that we do see on SmackDown and Raw. I don't think Raquel would job. They already showed that they're invested in her when they had Bianca and Rhea come down there. True. But it's what I'm saying for it. You know how Vince is. You're going to put in the work the first year. Yeah, go through the table eight weeks in a row. Uh, I don't know. I'm, so I'm looking at it from that same viewpoint. But if Dakota Kai doesn't win this belt, I really feel like they're going to fire her. Yes, right. Because they've had, they've had her on Monday on a, was it, main event? Uh-huh. I know she took a loss to Aaliyah on main event. First off, yes, I said she, Dakota Kai lost to Aaliyah. The number one NXT contender lost to a woman who never, and when I say never, I mean never won a match on NXT at all. Period. Blank. Not even sniffing a victory. So, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> I, I, that's my own look, mini rant. But yeah, so if Dakota doesn't win this belt, she's going to get fired. Yeah, she's going to future Endeavor for sure. And I think it sucks because Dakota Cat is a incredible talent. And wherever, if, if, if she does win the belt, the division, she should have a nice long reign. Well, here's my thing: if she wins the title, we need a we got to get that we got to get that run back between her and Tegan Knox because we never got it. I don't think we ever will, honestly. But we need to get to run it back because I, I mean, think, I don't think Vince wants to acknowledge anything of the old NXT. True. So he's gonna sit there and erase that that ever happened. Like, who is you? you guys are best friends. <laughs> Listen, you guys, you guys, you guys grew up together. You, you love each other. Uh, so uh, now we are to the main event. It is the NXT World Championship, carrying the cross versus Samoa Joe. Who do you get? The Samoan Prince himself, Samoa Joe. Yeah, the writing is on the walls. I don't it'll say this is just literally just a formality at the moment. Like we're we're just here just to he's just here. I mean we know he's just gotta lay down and give the belt up now. 
that's pretty much it. I'm pretty sure that Karrion Cross is gonna be on Raw the very next night, like nothing happened, and losing to Jeff Hardy for some strange reason. Now here's my thing about Karrion Cross. If you watched him debut on Raw and see him on Raw, that crowd ain't popping for him. They're not. And I think that's just because he's how long has he been in NXT? Uh, it's been at least he's been in, he, he came in what, March? I believe so. It's been about like, um, yeah. All right, so uh, about March he showed up. Well, I'll take it back. January, February probably showed up. Had a title match in March. Got hurt. Came back. Beat Finn for the belt. And it's just been a... It's like a start. I don't, it's almost a start and stop, but it's been like a hot, cold type thing. With him. Like, he's good sometimes. He's good. He's bad other times. It's like I can see where they tried to make him a little bit more human, but at the end of the day, I think this character just doesn't work in WWE. Because he beat Keith Lee, but you know that's just me. That had to happen. You talking about, talk about on Raw or on? When he took the title from when he took the title from Keith Lee. That had to happen. <laughs> I know Keith Lee was moving up the next day, but still, still. That's because Vince saw him. <laughs> You know they try to hide people from this. Triple H does with all the cash. I know it's like, no, you don't want her. I just got these little guys. Look, you want Johnny? <laughs> and you know what? And honestly, guy, they might want to hide Johnny because the character work he does is making him get noticed. Right. Like I will admit, I was Johnny Gargano was boring when he was the rebel heart, but now that he's the heart of the way, it's he is way, 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 way better. And congratulations to the... Do they call themselves the Garganos? They do. Uh, so, the, congratulations to the Garganos as they are preparing to welcome their first child. So, I'm not going to see my... The Poison Pixie anytime soon. Well, she and said she's going to stay on until they tell her she can't be on. She'll probably just be doing, like, backstage stuff. You know, they yes. don't want to risk anything. Well, I think they're gonna go with this Indian uh in this index thing, which I love. I absolutely love. I I really want to hate it, but they keep pulling me in. It's like I don't know what I don't know what it is that keeps grabbing me and pulling me in, but it just does. Your date was hilarious. And Johnny she proposed to him with a ring with an eyeball on it. That is hilarious. <laughs> but he didn't say yes. But he said yes. He did say yes. Well, he didn't say the words yes. He doesn't say anything. Exactly. He, he doesn't talk. He's a mute. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, I think I watched Dexter Loomis now just to see how far we can go with him being a mute and this happened. I'm just, I'm just intrigued by the whole thing, I guess. Plus, I have a, like a little mini crush on Indy Hartwell. She is a cutie. Let's talk about the foreign girls. I don't know what it is. All right, now let's jump to Saturday, SummerSlam, happening in Vegas. The first match they have 
Oh God, why? All right, the first match they have listed is Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Eva Marie's not wrestling. We all know this. Dewdrops wrestling, and more than likely, it's gonna be Alexa Bliss for the win. Doing the best twisted. <laughs> well, not she's not doing the twisted. Blitz. She's doing the best <laughs> Sister Abigail that anybody else can do, other than Bray Bray White himself. With Bray being gone, she's not allowed to do that anymore. I can't. I can't have it. If she does, I will personally go to Twitter, Twitter myself, and make see that she does not do that ever again. But she's been doing it. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> she's doing it. We can't get rid of it now. And they she have to. They have to. She, she does it better than him, though. Well, that's because she's small. <laughs> She's small and used to twisting her body in places like that. I remember the other person selling it. I don't know, but she does a good job at it. But yeah, Alexa Bliss for the win. Yeah. All right. Next match: Edge versus Seth Rollins. Okay. Um, I feel like this is a Batman Joker type of rivalry, and I don't want it to end. Seth is winning off some cheating stuff. Uh. I'm actually going to take Edge on this one. But I want to see a run it back. See, I want to see them do this again. So that's, I, like, I think that's the main reason why I'm, th- I'm thinking Edge because Seth's going to be obsessed, more obsessed than what he already is. And he's going to turn into Edge, what Edge we used to do. You know, he's sitting there and spear, spear, spear. And he's already being compared, having like everything, his every little thing compared to Edge. I can see him going that route. Fantasy booking. What if Becky comes back and interferes? Oh, what if Becky comes back and becomes Rollins's? They become like a power, a power hungry couple. Beth Phoenix has to get involved eventually. I see it. That could happen. Exactly. I don't. I don't problem with that at all. I don't hate that at all. In fact, go ahead and book that. Make sure you write. Make sure you write to check out some power, some power bomb events. Right. We're doing work for you. Come on. All right. The next match: Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Veer and Shanky are banned from ringside. My heart says Jinder, but my brain says this. My Vince McMahon brain says Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew's winning. <laughs> that promo he cut. I didn't watch too much. I watched like clips of Raw, and Drew had a really good promo. It's probably his best in a while. So I, he's definitely getting that one. Yeah. Uh, the, all right. The WWE Tag Team, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Ray and Dominic. Who yeah. We getting a turn. The Usos are winning. But Dominic's gonna turn on Ray. It's about damn time. Because Dominic's getting tired of his daddy. Because I mean, the last couple of weeks, his daddy's been trying to tell him, like, you gotta keep your head in the game, son. Du-du-du-du. So I feel like what's gonna happen is Dominic's gonna get tired of his daddy telling him what to do, and then this is gonna uh, bring into a Ray versus Dominic match. And then we can finally be done with the whole Mysterio family being a team and all this other mess. Yeah, I, just wanna, I, I just want Dominic to sit there and like destroy Ray and then give him a frog splash and do the Eddie Guerrero. Like, ah, you're not, he's my poppy. 
day. I'll take that. That's long term booking right there. Yes. That's over twenty years. Almost almost twenty years. Yeah. I would say bring back Vicky and Chavo, but they're both working in it in AEW, so Alright. Next match. The Raw Tag Team Championships. AJ Almost versus Randy Orton and Riddle. RK Bro. Only because I've seen this happen and somebody posted it on the internet when John Cena came out and had, you know, Randy and, and Riddle make up. Randy and Riddle are winning. Yeah. This is strictly for merch sales. Yeah, this is this is a this is, they're using the tag titles to build for the turn. Randy's gonna break everybody's heart yet again and break Riddle's heart. No, 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 no. I think Riddle's gonna turn on Randy. You think? Yep. Cause it's cause we all know it's kind of like how we all know Sasha's gonna turn on whoever she gets with. And then remember Bailey turned on Sasha and we didn't see that really coming for real. We kind of did, but you didn't. I think Riddle's gonna turn on Randy, but I think this is a more we're gonna get more towards like Survivor Series before this happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit after. Yeah. But you know when Survivor Series happens, they dedicate that entire month to gang warfare. Turned on him during Survivor Series. Yeah. All right. WWE U.S. Championship. Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Oh, Damian Priest. I'm going with Damian Priest. I absolutely agree with you. I feel like Sheamus is on his farewell tour because he's going to be retiring soon. You know, he's got he's got uh the he has a bad neck. And the moment he has the surgery, that, that same surgery that Edge and Stone Cold and Lita all have, his career is going to be over with. And yeah, plus, Sheamus is like 42, 43 years old. He's been wrestling for a very long time. I feel like with Sheamus, if we see him back in the WWE ring, you know, after he decides to retire, it's because he teased that that he was wearing a ref shirt and saying, guess who's back? Kidding. You think he can do that with, with his neck? Being a referee? Yeah. yeah I think so. I think he, they, he'll, he'll be protected. Like, you can't touch him. I don't know. I, it, I, it makes me question after I saw that ref in NXT break his leg in the middle of a match. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I, he'll be protected. If not, he'll come back as a backstage producer or something. Yeah. He definitely has a job. He, has, he definitely has a job for life. Uh. So now the Raw Women's Championship: Nikki Ash versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Who you got? I'm, I'm going with my homegirl Charlotte. Ah, uh, you're just wishing. <laughs> you're just wishing. I think it's real with Charlotte, and I think WWE knows it. Plus, sister's been dressing like she got a booty. Like every outfit she's been wearing, like she got a booty. Ooh, and Charlotte. I don't. Yeah, she been dressing like them outfits she been wearing on Raw. She Girl, dresses like she has a booty, but she really got a butt back. Right. She got a Hank Hill booty. Like, it's flat, flat. But I'll she, give it that. Her confidence makes you think twice about it. Like, the outfit she wore that was all see-through, I was like, damn, sister, act like she got a booty. Like, I don't know what Andrade be, Andrade be getting her right. <laughs> right. Somebody, then, you, have you seen the picture of 
Richards and Andrade be sure? It's like literally, like, like directly after they get done throwing, he decided, hey, come take a picture. We put it on Instagram. And the not, it's, to me, if I was her, I was like, dude, at least get me with full makeup on. You're getting me with, like, no hair extensions. Nah, it's like literally he just pulled out and it snapped. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't do it. I'd be like, take them down. <laughs> She's, to me, her heel work right now is next level. It's probably one of the best women's heel work I've seen in a while. And I won't, and I mean, the heat you feel from the fans booing her. Don't get me wrong, Nikki, I like Nikki. I like the concept of Nikki, but Vince McMahon, you put Nikki on at something, I mean, 10 something at night. Kids are in bed. It's back to school time. I I understand what they're trying to do with Nikki, and I really do want it to work just because of the potential it does for half her kids. But in this day and age, I'm not a hundred percent sure it's gonna work. They're not putting her on at the right time. Now, yeah, she's been main eventing and everything, and right. she is worthy of the main events. It's just, yeah, what kid is up at, at eleven o'clock? And I think for me, it's it's with the crowd either. I heard the crowd was the, the crowd was her on Monday. And I'm like, Nikki's doing a good job. Yeah, she's not doing anything of being booed or anything. It's just like, okay, so she and uh, they came this they had they came for uh, the Louisville show a couple of weeks ago, and Nikki had a nice little pop. Maria had a nice little pop. Charlotte, they came unglued for. And granted, she wasn't doing her normal heel thing. She was doing her. You could tell it was. A, you could tell it was live event because she wasn't fully in, like she was in character. But she wasn't in full character. She was doing her little little sweet things that she does. But they came unglued for her. Now I now I do believe that Nikki's gonna walk out of this match just because they've already committed to her. But it's something they probably need to look at later. Cause Nikki Nikki's character can work. They just have to do change some things on how they work it. She needs to be at the beginning of the show. Like she should be opening the show. Bobby Lashley shouldn't be opening. Drew McIntyre shouldn't be opening. Nikki's character, if you're strictly trying to sell it to children, she needs to be between the hours that opening 8 o'clock to about 8.45-ish. She should not be going on at 9 or 10 o'clock, especially with school being back in session. I will say, if she was to go over to SmackDown and be in that title picture, if, she, if this same thing was going over on at SmackDown, I believe it would be a completely different uh, reaction. No Fox said. No Fox said they happy with Sasha Banks and Bianca. Yeah, they're happy with their sports field. You go to Rob for like the characters and stuff. Because USA said when they had the little tagline for Raw, they're here for the characters. Yeah. Fox said don't mess it on. Fox said no. Fox is already not happy with WWE events right now. USA is not either, so I don't think you want to keep pushing them buttons. Uh, USA's in a rock point or in a rock and a hard place. They look they get they got no choice but to love WWE. The bulk of USA's views are from WWE. Yes. Well they got rid of all their good shows, but we're not gonna talk about that. Alright. The WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Two. Well, who you got? 
Bianca's retaining only because we know why Sasha's gonna go off to go do Mandalorian. But here's my thing. I was thinking before Kier Hogan decided to go to AEW, I said, wouldn't it be like I told Mr. Chris, I was like, wouldn't it be some mess if Kiera Hogan comes out and basically like distract Sasha, Bianca gets to win. But I think Naomi's gonna come out because supposedly now Naomi is signed to SmackDown. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, maybe, I don't know. This one is one that really it could go either way, and I have no idea which way to go with it. I'll say Sasha just to add a little bit of drama to ours, but I really couldn't tell you which way to go. I have no confidence in either of it going. That's either which way it goes, because I'm pretty sure the feud's going to keep keep going no matter what. Uh, all right, our next match: the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Bobby better. I believe Bobby's winning. I'm placing more money on how long the match is going to last. It better be longer than that Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg match. I know that. That was like a good five minutes. So, Bobby can... If Bobby gets this done in like two, three minutes, I, we can be out of here. No sense. Because Goldberg looked gassed when he get, went against Drew. And it was embarrassing. But some people like, oh, well, he didn't give it his all because there was no fans there. And this is what I say. Regardless if there's one, two, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, you give it hundred percent every time. He should have gave it more because that means there's more people watching at home. Thank you. Don't sit there and get all gas. You showed your fifty-six years old age when you went against Drew McIntyre. You he showed it. That and can we talk about that feud for a sec? That feud had absolutely no steam. He just came in like, I heard you were talking shit, boy. It's like, like, what? <laughs> Drew's like, what? Richard literally booted three dudes to AEW. And the same night, like the same. Randy Orton literally, Randy Orton's getting them out of there. He's like, hey, I'm going to talk mess about you. Oh, y'all at AEW now. Y'all all elite. All three of them are. Oh shit, Randy Orton is booting people to actually, you know what, I just got the title of this episode, Randy Orton boots people to AEW. Randy <laughs> Orton is a scout for AEW. Oh man, that is wild. But we're both in agreement, Bobby's winning, it's just the over-under, if it's going to be five minutes or more. Alright, our last match, the main event, and it better be the main event. The WWE Universal Championship. Our tribal chief, our head of the table, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Oh God! So, oh God! So, twenty-year-old me used to love John Cena. Lord, Lord, I love John Cena. We ain't getting Doctor Thug. But man, these promos they've been going back and forth with each other. I mean, they cutting deep. He told that man, You the reason why Dean Ambrose ran from the WWE. I was like, Whoa. He said, You messed up Seth Rollins and ran Dean Ambrose out of WWE. Wow. Them was fighting, Marcy. If I was wrong, I'd be like, No, this ain't no promo no more. We fight. Catch like, me. Jesus Christ. If I was Seth, I'd come out like, what you mean he messed me up? <laughs> no, if I was Seth, I would be like, nah, you ain't. Because Seth got to go with that real one. Nah, he ain't wrong. You need to. He come out, yeah, he's perfectly well with his character to come out. Because, I mean, 
He's not. He's not. He's he's a pose Roman. Man, I don't know who. To, I know it's gonna be Roman. Cena's yeah. not. Cena has gone to Hollywood route because we gotta get Rock versus Cena. I mean, Roman. We gotta get Rock versus Roman. I mean, there's no other way. Why are y'all? WWE is building Roman so strong at this point. Can't nobody take him down but The Rock. Right. And I think Rock takes him down. It shouldn't even be for a title. It should just be for bragging rights. Do we believe? Do we believe that Big E might come out also as well? I think Big E Baron's still the thing though, but I think Big E Oh yeah, that's right. Baron I don't think Big E's cashing in on Cena and Roman. I don't because he's he's such a good guy. I can see honestly I can see Big E cashing in like the Royal Rumble. You know what I'm saying? I can see him cashing in, seeing him saving it. I believe he's gonna save it. It's just, I just think it's hilarious to see him just come out and act like he's gonna do it. Yes. But not. Or he's gonna come out just during a just random moments when Roman Reigns is there and just do random shit. You know what I think he should do though? He should play it. He should play it like he should come out during Bobby and Roman and just make it. Thank you. Thank you. Gonna cash in on you enough. He did it. He did it at a live show. He came out in a towel during Xavier Woods' match with Bobby with us, Bobby Lashley, and helped him win. Like uh, it's it's stuff like that. He's got to do stuff like that. All right, but that is SummerSlam. Both that is uh, this weekend. I don't think there's any other shows this weekend. It's been a chock full month of wrestling. I know last week was Resurgence and stuff like was was there was a Ren, no Ren Wine is next week. Which name is this is Friday? Um, Impact. They're doing Emergence, and it's- that's the one where Christian is gonna face uh, Brian Myers, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Uh, before we wrap it up, I guess we can go and talk a little bit about how last Friday WWE decided to clean out the NXT roster before 205 Live. Pretty much. They literally fired everybody but three people for 205 Live an hour before 205 Live was supposed to go on TV. Like, what are we doing here? Did they really, did, 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 they, did they go on? or? It, yes, it went on. Um, in fact, I think one of the guy, one of the guys that got fired, his match was on the show. He, it was his last match. I think Leon Ruff had a match on two five too. Yes, Leon Ruff hurt. That one hurt me. Right. That one hurt me. Really. Too, because of the fact that y'all had him wrestling on dark matches before Raw. All that he's not good on the Vince saw something. See and got. I think Vince saw the size, but didn't like the accent. Yeah, because it does throw you off. Because he looks, he looks Samoan, but then he talks he's like Australian. But I think he's Australian. And I, it was like it is, it is his loss because that's that, that was the next Bam Bam Bigelow right there. He wants Miro, and I'm poor. You, you think he goes on AEW? Yeah, he wants Miro. He spelled it out in a tweet that he wants Miro. I'm for it, and I feel like he should, he could take the belt off. It's possible. 
God's favorite champion. It's possible. All right, our last topic before we wrap up for the night. So, after SummerSlam, there are two glaring contracts that will be up. At this moment, there have been no extension signed. We do know they both have been offered deals. Those contracts are of Pete Dunn and Adam Cole. Do we think that Adam Cole is staying? Do we think both are staying, or do you think one has got to go? One's leaving. All right, which one do you think is leaving? Oh, I think Pete Dunn's going. I think Pete Dunn's going New Japan. Uh, I could see that happening. But I feel like Pete Dunn has less options than what Adam Cole does. Because Pete Dunn was Pete Dunn was a big progress guy. He was overseas, like over the yeah. He could go. I, he could go over there, but I think he'd probably be more of a visa issue and stuff. And I think he's centered. I think he lives here in America and he's here. Period. And I felt and they and they had originally built NXT UK around Pete Dunn. I can't see them just ready to give up like give him up like that. And in Adam Cole's case, I feel like they're giving him contracts, and he's just like, uh, I'll, I'll look at it later. I'm on SummerSlam. Let's get here SummerSlam. <laughs> Trying to do what Moxley did, kind of. Where, like, oh, yeah, I'll look at it, and then avoid everybody for the entire show until the next week or something. Until you get cornered in a room somewhere. I think for me, with Adam Cole, because everyone's like, oh, he's going to AEW. I don't see him going to AEW because right now AEW has a problem. And I mean, I'm sorry, Queen K, if you're listening, but AEW has a problem. Right now they're doing kind of what WWE is done. They're hoarding talent and then they're sticking them all on elevation and dark and then they're expecting us to watch those shows because right now, like they said, uh, Big Swole and Diamante is having a hell of a feud, but it's on Dark in elevation. It should I'm be on. I'm happy you said that. Now that gives me a reason to go watch it now. <laughs> yeah, they're having. A, they're saying they're having a hell of a few. They had like a little therapy sit down session or whatever. But I feel like with Adam Cole, I feel like yes, that's where all his friends are. That's where you know it's kind of like what the job said. Because I was like, hey man, I'm saying the same thing. But I feel like with WWE, that literally has the look and the style of Shawn Michaels. And I'm Saying it like you said, Dolph Ziggler wishes Shawn Michaels. Adam Cole looks like he's Shawn Michaels' son. He always wanted the the son that he always wanted. Yes, he could possibly be a WrestleMania, a Mr. WrestleMania. He could. He's Mr. Takeover. He's got. I I think. I don't know. Adam Cole is like this whole situation. Like we're really not gonna find out for real until the Monday after. Maybe Adam Cole is is gonna sign with him. He's just waiting, or maybe he could go. He he very well could go to AW. I know him and Britt said they don't really want to work with each other, but I can't see him going to A to uh, Ring of Honor. I can't see him going to 
NWA, MLW, New Japan is a possibility, but he lives over here, so that's a possible no. Like, I know he's definitely not going to Impact. Like, the A is it's, it's honestly it's AW WWE for him, and I really. As much as I hate to say it, he might, him and Bray Wyatt might end up having to be the last two people that AEW signs, and then they got to stop signing people for a while. Or they got to start letting people go. And this is the one thing I don't like about Tony Khan is that he's like, you know, I don't want to let people go unless they give me a reason to, or I don't want to let people go. But the thing is, is you're running a business. Your Getty and them just cut Tim Tebow. Yeah, I'm sure that costs him millions. Yeah. Tim Tebow didn't even start in a game yet. It was cut during preseason. And they cut him because he didn't want to participate in special teams. He didn't want to special teams. But my thing is, is you know, you you got to start treating this like a business. Not everybody's going to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, to me, it, it's almost like y'all got too much talent. And you're not doing some of these people any favors because there's a lot of people who are not getting on. They may be on dark elevation this week or dark elevation this week, but next week they're not. I don't know. And in Rampage, you're only getting what four matches? Three, four matches? Three matches? Four matches? Yep. And they're fast ones because it's an hour show. Oh. Think about that. And then think about watching darker elevation and there's matches. Like, there was one time I watched Moxley literally got to the ring. They were saying a wild thing. He, his entrance to the ring was longer than his match. Don't get me wrong. It was a squash match on Dark. But the wild thing theme song was longer than his match. They might as well do like Sandman. Just let it play. <laughs> Just let it play during the match. All right. We're going to wrap it up for the night. Before we wrap it up, all right, yeah. Where can we? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do it. It's late. <laughs> Black Barbie, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackBarbie116. You can also find me on uh, Facebook at Ariel Castro. You can also find me and sure you can. Right now, we are taking a hiatus because, you know, kids, school, stuff. But we should be back soon. Um, talking about all things geek, all things comics, and everything else. Alright. This is, uh, you can find me on Twitter at P-U-P-B Podcast. You can also find me on IG at B-I-G-D-R-Y-Z-Z-Y-502 and on the Power Up the Power Bombs IG page. It's Power Up the Power Bombs, all one word. Um, we have to give super shout outs to the Jabba Tears Network. Again, we were special uh, sponsors for their Jabba Slam show, Above the Ring. You can actually watch it now on the Title Match Network. It's like $9.99. You can get the free day trial and watch free seven day trial and watch it seven times for seven days. You can get the trial and watch it. It's a really good show. I've watched the entire show. I love it. It made me get a subscription. So. Uh, shout out to Random Digits. I uh, believe they just had an episode drop. Also, The Villains. 
conspiracy from the hood. And I think that is it. So for Black Barbie. Oh, also, shout out Bernard. He is busy. Life is happening for him. He will be back. Just give him maybe a couple of months and he'll be back. All right. So for Bernard, for Black Barbie 116, I am Drizzy and we are out.